So what I've done initially is uh, develop a Google Chrome extension that consumers can download for free. Uh, and then when they're shopping on Amazon, it pops up and suggests sustainable alternatives. Um, so that goes back to making it as easy as possible for them to be able to shop while they're on Amazon. What would you do with funding now? What's your top priority? So marketing, obviously. So I invent investing, you know, my my work within my budget, but if I had um, backing, I would invest a lot more and I also would grow my team. I'd have a product manager, I'd have a development team, obviously a marketing uh, full-time person. So if I, you know, when funding comes, that's what it's going to go to, towards um, growing the product, growing the vetting, growing the, um, the marketing and, and obviously growing the target base and the revenue. This is season five, the great debates of our times. Season five will be centered around the great debates and we will be comparing and contrasting different viewpoints on various topics that are consuming the public discourse at present. The reason I've decided to take this approach is because we, or at least many of us, are losing the skill of debate. And I think this is an essential skill for us all to practice once more. I don't see how we get to the point of saving the world and saving our planet if we don't know how to discuss our differences. I also think that the solution to most of our challenges is somewhere in the spectrum of views, but never at either extreme. I will be working with guests to curate the content and discuss beforehand. I will understand their positions, their areas of genius, and navigate my questions around that so that the conversation is challenging and stimulating without being combative. I hope you enjoy season five of Where Ideas Launch, the Sustainable Innovation Podcast. Today, my guest is Irit Hamdani. She's a female solopreneur and founder of Ask Belinda, a green tech startup helping reduce our carbon footprint. Ask Belinda offers a Google Chrome extension that recommends sustainable products to consumers while they're shopping online. She has a computer science MSc with honors from Tel Aviv University and is an AWS certified associate developer and solution architect. Irit uses her 25 years of tech experience to develop Ask Belinda. She believes in a greener future with the expansion of sustainable consumer goods. Irit, welcome to Where I Just Launched. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me here. Really great to have you. I had a bit of a look at your background and I found it so fascinating what you're doing. Tell us a bit about how you came to technology as a career and why sustainability is so important to you. Both my parents um, come from computer science background and uh, both have master's degrees in uh, computer science. And it was kind of like from third grade that it was inevitable that I would be in computer science as well. Um, you know, I have kind of an analytic type of thinking. So I had a very long career at a large corporation and um, there I started out as a developer. Later on, I went into pre-sales as a solution architect. And um, in the last past years, um, in addition to that, in parallel to that, I have become um, growingly aware of the environment, of our impact, and um, you know, living in Denver, you see the Amazon trucks past your house, the FedEx, the every day. You see the boxes pile up on um, your doorstep, on on your your neighbors, and you know it's so easy. But on the other hand, it kind of masks. Um, what goes on behind the scenes, where are these products coming from, um, who's manufacturing them, what are their manufacturing processes, their shipping, uh, how they treat their employees. So all of these things kind of um, I started to look at and I found that it's not that easy 
to find reliably sustainable products. There's a lot of what's called greenwashing out there with companies, large corporations giving tons of slogans, but you're not really sure if that's reliable or not. And so I started doing the research and I was talking to people around me and I realized that they would benefit from a product that would give them uh, these answers immediately. So that's kind of how I started up with Ask Belinda. Uh, I did a lot of research, talked to a lot of people and um, found that the best solution would be for them to keep buying things on Amazon, but to get the information while they're shopping on Amazon, make it really super easy that, for them to understand what sustainable products are out there, why they're considered sustainable. So all the information on uh, the values behind the companies and uh, their certifications is provided to the consumer while they're shopping on Amazon. And it's super easy to just click on a product and, and add it to cart and buy it instead of a less sustainable product. Was this easy to develop? So I come from a uh, programmer's background, but uh, things have changed since uh, 15 years ago when I was a, a computer programmer. So it took a little bit of getting uh, up to speed, but you know the, the, the basics are still there. Uh, so I would say I enjoy the development a lot uh, and it hasn't been too difficult. How does your solution compare to others on the market? For example, sites dedicated to sustainable product offerings that have registered their products and solutions with the site owners, for example. How, how does it compare? What makes your, your offer easier? So what I've done initially is uh, develop a Google Chrome extension that consumers can download for free. Uh, and then when they're shopping on Amazon, it pops up and suggests sustainable alternatives. Um, so that goes back to making it as easy as possible for them to be able to shop while they're on Amazon. Now, there are many um, curated storefronts, uh, marketplaces out there, and, and I shop from some of them, but the average consumer wants to get everything at the same place, wants to be able to track it. Amazon is so much easier. These websites offer um, comparable solutions it's not the same target audience. My, my target audience would prefer to buy everything they need on Amazon, have it shipped together. And, uh, and so that's why my solution is targeted to that. That's really interesting. I, I like the idea of this because it's definitely frustrating. I, I know many brands who've started dedicated sites so that you can really support sustainable brands, but they don't get the traffic because the traffic's going to Amazon. So what your solution is doing really makes so much sense. How do you measure your success at present and what kind of surprised you the most about the process of developing Ask Belinda? So obviously the success is um, the more customers that download the extension and use it and are happy with it and it leads them to reducing our carbon footprint by buying sustainable products, the better. That's, that's the ultimate success. Um, a note on that is that I, uh, the, the, Types of products that I'm covering are, are necessity products, are personal care products, are cleaning products, basic clothing. I'm not promoting consumerism. I'm not promoting, you know, going out and buying more and more. It's the basics that typically people will buy anyway. Uh, so preferably they buy a sustainable product while they're shopping. Now, with regards to what surprised me, I'm on this uh, journey um, officially since January this year. And I've been reaching out to so many different startup uh, founders and CEOs. And what is really amazing is the amount of people out there that want to help. It's, it's very uh, humbling and very, um, uh, you know, just eye-opening how much uh, help is out there, how much I can consult with people, get their support, uh, get their advice. Uh, that's something that's been really awesome on this journey. Yeah. 
No, that's cool. And I, I do feel as if this community is different. If I think back to other experiences I've had um, sort of, you know, tangentially to startups since 2016, when I completed my MBA, it's this is a very different community. So people are really willing to give you a hand. So many people have volunteered, for example, to support some of the projects that I'm working on for next year. And this is really inspiring that that people really give generously to a cause that they believe in. And, you know, everyone does this stuff for their own reasons, but it's it's really good that we can still have that. And, you know, when you look at some of the solutions being offered today, like I've, I've looked at what some of the uh, communities in New Zealand are doing, like having their own local currency to encourage people to buy local and stuff like this. These are really important sort of ways to, to reimagine commerce and reimagine capitalism. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. What sort of challenges and obstacles have you faced? So I come from a tech background, so I'm doing the tech, and I um, know a little bit about product management, so I'm doing kind of that. Where I don't have an, a lot of skills is with marketing. So I initially had a marketing consultant, and then I moved to a marketing agency, and you know my budget is limited because I'm still bootstrapping this on my own. And I found that just um, the dedication and, you know, the commitment, the passion is not there when it's, you know, it, it, it's higher with me. Okay. So, so right now um, I've kind of left those organizations, those agencies and consultants, and I'm trying to kind of run it on my own with, with, with specific people that have specific um, expertise. Like I just started uh, with the social media manager, but I'm kind of stepping up and learning about Google ads and Facebook ads, and I'm, I'm doing the marketing now on my own until it gets to a certain point where I feel I can um, outsource it to, to others. But the challenge is, is, is marketing. The challenge is getting to the consumers that it's relevant for them, to, for them to download it. You know, I'm here like, to grow and, uh, and, and provide the solution to more and more people. So um, yeah. getting out to them is important. So let me ask you something. When it comes to to deciding to bootstrap as opposed to, let's say, getting angel or VC funding, what made that decision for you? When I started out in January, there was a lot of money out there. VCs and angel investors were handing it out, it seems like, without a lot of due diligence. But by the time I came around to thinking um, of reaching out to angel investors, the market changed and it's harder now. I'm not opposed to getting funding. I just believe that the more customer traction I get, the more valuable the startup is, the easier it would be for me to raise funding. So for now, as long as I have the budget, I'm running on my own. And about that, so what would you do with funding now? What's your top priority? So marketing, obviously. So I invent investing, you know, my my work within my budget, but if I had um, backing, I would invest a lot more and I also would grow my team. I'd have a product manager, I'd have a development team, obviously a marketing uh, full-time person. So if I, you know, when funding comes, that's what it's gonna go to, towards um, growing the product, growing the vetting, growing the, um, the marketing and, and obviously growing the target base and the revenue. And, and I'm going to ask another question. I'm sorry, I'm probing so much, but I find this very interesting, especially for my listeners who are also business owners. But have you considered, for example, first dedicating what you were doing to the Denver area, like just really tapping into Denver space and seeing what that brings? Or is that too soft a target for you at this point? So... 
Um, in general, on my journey here in, in this surf, I've, I've become fearless. So I, I'm up for any challenge. And so I did spend a few um, kind of targeted focused weeks just hanging out at different kind of, um, you know, we work type places. And mm -hmm. I just approached everyone there and talked to them about Ask Belinda and shared it with them. I went to a TEDx event and talked to a whole bunch of people there outside that were mingling and shared it with them. So that's kind of how I, I reached out to, to the community in Denver. Um, and I've gotten great feedback and they kind of feel like they're involved in the process. So they also give me kind of um, their wish list of what features they want me to add. So, so absolutely, yes. Um, but marketing wise, I'm targeting American population, uh, people who care about the environment. Typically, it's, it's young, young parents to young kids that care about the health of their you know, and, and the safety of their kids and the environment. So um, just targeting Denver, I mean, there's a lot of population in Denver. You, you also see a lot of um, amazing startup, uh, um, sustainable startups coming from Denver. Um, but the target audience is broader than just the local Denver community. Yeah, I love your, your tenacity as well in going after it. What's next in your growth or development for the app? And what would you like to bring or other features, et cetera, that you'd like to bring to customers? So what I really want to set up, and I'm working towards this, is a personalization. So sustainability means different things to different people. Some don't want to buy anything that has plastic in it. Some um, are, you know, avoiding anything that has in any part of its supply chain uh, cruelty to animals. So the, the data is already there, but I want to expose it in a way I want to create customer profiles where you can pick and choose which criteria are important to you, and then we'll filter the products based on that. So that's kind of in the works right now, but it will take a few more months to be released. Right. And in general, if you're asking beyond that, so you know, right now it's a Google Chrome extension, it works on Amazon, but plans are to expand beyond Amazon, to, you know, Target, Walmart, Google search, uh, and beyond just being an extension. So yeah, there's a lot of plans. <laughs> now, it sounds super exciting. I, I feel really thrilled to actually have you on the show and learn more about it. I, I wanted to ask another thing. So have you considered stuff like potentially having affiliates, so people with huge communities, for example, to help support your brand? And now you're asking, they would um, get a percentage of the revenue because they're they're supporting and uh, and promoting it with their communities? Is that what you mean by that? Yes, yeah, something like this, yes. Um, it's not something on the radar immediately, but it's not to say that uh, I won't get there at some point. Um, in general, affiliate marketing, so, so my revenue model is based on Amazon affiliate, but a lot right. of the companies, a lot of the sustainable companies that I'm promoting have affiliate programs of their own. And so when I expand beyond Amazon, I will be connecting to them on their affiliate programs. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So can you give my listeners who are business owners an idea of how you check and vet companies for your service? Yes, it's a very thorough process. Uh, takes uh, some time. Uh, we have, so I have a sustainability expert that I consult with and together we put together a um, list, very long list of criteria that looks at many different aspects. It, it's kind of beyond sustainability, um, you know, in the core. It's uh Manufacturing processes, shipping processes, ingredients, um, where the where where it is if it's local in the U.S., uh, the manufacturing plants or outside, and also 
uh, how committed the companies are to diversity and inclusion. Um, what are they doing with their employees? How fair are they treating them? So it's a very broad list of criteria. And now I'm outsourcing it. So I have a few people on my team that are uh, vetting company after company. And then I have a process that automatically pulls the products of those companies and puts them in my database. Yeah. And have you considered doing impact reporting for what you're actually doing already? So just to really embed the principles of sustainability into your business offer as well. Um, are you doing that sort of impact reporting? Um, have connected with an organization that, you know, I'm really, I'm a really small operation right now, but I have connected with an organization that calculates the carbon footprint of, you know, my home office, computer, I don't travel a lot, so it, it's very basic. And I've put dollars towards a forestation project um, to kind of offset that. Beyond that, I think it's a little premature for you know in-depth reporting because, like I said, I'm still a very small operation. And what about the sort of downstream? So looking at there's a, a stage of impact reporting that takes into consideration the alternative that a consumer might have chosen. So, for example, because they've actually purchased your purchased something from your service, they've avoided purchasing something from uh, a more damaging service. And you know, people do comparisons on this sort of thing too. Like, what are you, what pain are you avoiding for the planet as well, right? So, I, I think that this whole space of impact reporting is really fascinating. Mm -hmm. It's growing. It's there's a lot more thought being put into it now. And there's a lot more that you can squeeze out of even your digital business because your digital business potentially has huge uh, forward impact, you know, in terms in terms of the the rest of the ecosystem that you're impacting on. So there's there's a lot of potential there. Don't don't uh, don't underestimate that. Yeah, no, it's definitely something to look into. Thank, thank you for that. So how can my listeners get involved with this? How can they access Ask Belinda? What do they what can they expect when they're using the service? Let us know how it how it goes. So beyond uh, the basics, you know, I have, we have an Instagram group, a Facebook group, um, and uh, there's also a, a LinkedIn group. But beyond the basic social, um, obviously downloading the extension, and I, I'll share with you the link that they can click on. So you download it once, it's free, it takes seconds. And then whenever you're on Amazon, if I have something to recommend, it pops up, it gives you all the suggestions lists all the criteria um, by which this product was selected to be in the recommended product. You can, you can see the image, you can click on it, you can click on the link, you can add it to cart. It's very easy, seamless within Amazon. So, um, and and um, we have our email on the, on the listing. So if anyone downloads it and has any feedback, I'd love to hear it. We're always improving based on our uh, customer feedback. Um, so yeah, so the more downloads, the better and uh, feedback always welcome. Thank you so much, Irene, for sharing Ask Belinda with us. And really, we're rooting for your success. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. This podcast is brought to you today by the brand new Women in Sustainable Business Awards that kicks off in 2023. If you're a business owner who's starting a business with principles of sustainability in mind, and you want to preserve some lost skills, some handcrafting, artisanal work, or you're a social media manager supporting purpose-driven brands, or you're creating fashion or something that is relevant to the sustainability and green transformation, 
you are more than welcome to join us and to get involved in these awards. Check out our group on Facebook, Women in Sustainable Business, or follow the podcast, Where Ideas Launch, on Instagram to find out more.